Welcome to Drunk on Social, the symposium, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Does all this social media knowledge, strategies, and skills from this podcast really matter if you don't use video? The truth is any presence is better than no presence, but without video, you're really limiting your growth. It's no secret that video is the future of all media. It's where all consumers gravitate, so executing at a higher level than your industry peers is an absolute necessity to create differentiation. You can hire a full-time videographer, but is that really sustainable? The answer is no for many, which is why it is critical that you adopt and learn video skills to allow you to create video that will stand out. Having camera presence, knowing what equipment to use and how to use it, proper lighting, video editing, music and voiceovers, scripting, and many other topics are the reason why Business Video School was created. To teach you how to develop these skills quickly and easily with over-the-top support along the way so that you never feel lost. The Business Video School is a comprehensive video education platform that delivers all of this training, but also creates actual video recipes with instructions and scripts for you to execute relevant content weekly with all of the skills you learn. And it doesn't stop there. Regular video challenges, weekly Q&As, a real estate video roadmap, a community of people learning and experimenting with video, and so much more. Seriously, what are you waiting for? Why wouldn't you join the Business Video School today? Go to www.bizvideoschool.com forward slash open dash house and register for the next open house where you'll, you'll learn more and get a chance to hear from current students and even ask them questions. That's bizvideoschool.com. Check it out. Welcome back to another episode of the Symposium, which might be changing names here soon. We'll see. We'll see. But this is uh, brought to you by Drunk on Social. This is episode number 47. This is, I am Jeff Fitzer. That, uh, oh, wait, that way is Tristan Almada. And we are your hosts of this social media podcast. Tristan, today we are going to talk about a few things. But we're going to start with probably the most quote unquote controversial. I posted the other day about uh, the article about the Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg talking about how TikTok is, is hurting them and Facebook lost a million daily active users and they've, they posted big revenue losses. I think this is important, so let's talk about it. Well, there's a shift happening and that's been happening for a while that they weren't really prepared for. How many times have you and I talked about this in the podcast specifically? Facebook just doesn't get it. How many times? Like Facebook doesn't, even Instagram takes them a little while, man. But you, you, you see that how fast YouTube adapts to things, right? Even, even though they may not screw up every, it, they screw up here and there. But here's the thing, and we're going to keep on repeating it for a very long time. The thing that YouTube got right, Facebook sucks at, and that's rewarding their content creators. And TikTok, does it extremely well as well. They have this community there and they treat them really well. But yet Facebook, how many times has Zuckerberg said, no, no, I just, you know, I'm not going to pay the, the, the content creators. They're benefiting from us being on, on the platform. 
And now it look, it's biting them in the ass. It's turning around the culture, the community, it's all shifting. Yeah. It's interesting too, that a lot of the comments really went down the rabbit hole of, well, because of politics, religion, race, you know, Facebook, let it get away, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of reasons I think why I, I think another reason is lack of innovation. Zuckerberg has gotten away with being a copycat platform and yep. now they're struggling to keep up. Yeah, because that's the culture they created, dude. It's yeah. sad. It's sad to see that they have to copy now versus actual innovation, yeah. right? Yeah. And where you see YouTube is still innovating, right? And thank goodness they have Mr. Beast. <laughs> dude, that guy's insanely amazing. Well, YouTube uh, pays the most. And that's why they're going to always remain at the level they are. That's a really good point. They pay so much that mm -hmm. Mr. Beast makes millions off of his youtube channel but then again he puts back in those millions into his videos yeah so a uh, great great point and facebook facebook doesn't even pay dude it's and when they do pay it's nasty it's not even good i do i do have a buddy though i can attest to this so i've talked talked about my uh, my top loan officer he he's a tractor puller um, if, if you're into tractor pulling, it's called the beer money pulling team. And if you're into tractor pulling, you probably already know this guy. His name is Jason Schultz. I, I didn't realize how big it was. He's got over a million followers on his Facebook group or page or whatever it is. And anywhere, he, anything he touches, cause he opened a TikTok as a result. Cause I told him to, he did. And he had a hundred thousand followers within like overnight, like within a, within a month. Right. And then he's, oh, he started a YouTube channel and I'm sure he will get a ton of subscribers there as well, because there is a cult that follows, follows this. He does make uh, in, uh, somewhere in the fifteen dollars to $30,000 a month from Facebook because of the ads they run on his content because he's got a million followers. Yeah. So I can't say that they don't pay at all. However, he has gone to Facebook jail for doing nothing wrong and gotten shut off for a while, which is what caused him to say, you know what? Screw you, Facebook. I'm going other places. Now they turned him back on, but still now all of a sudden he shifted his focus to other places. So I don't, yeah, you had something to say about that. Well, that just goes to show you also, if they were, if, if he were to have that same following on YouTube, right, it wouldn't be 15,000, man. Yeah. <laughs> it would be probably closer to 50,000 plus a month. Yeah. Right. And now that makes a massive difference. Pretty interesting. Oh. It's almost like this is like business 101 in a way. Like you just mentioned, Mr. Beast, that's business 101. Doesn't matter what business you're in, if you want to scale and grow, you've got to invest in your business. You've got to constantly be taking, you got to be not afraid to take steps backwards or take steps forward, right? Oh. And it's almost like Facebook is so greedy, they can't get out of their own way. They already make hundreds of billions of dollars. Give it back, and you'll actually probably see yourself find a little, you know, uh, regrowth if you will. And then not even that, you know, you and I talk about this all the time. Facebook groups is a niche. Nobody's got it. Why aren't they doubling, tripling, quadrupling, whatever the next number is down on Facebook groups. And it just, I Dude, mean, here's the plan. Here's the plan. Hopefully Zuckerberg's listening to this one. Cause you know, he's a very number, number one fan um, with groups. You know, that that's, what's keeping you going. Why don't you start re why don't you start rewarding the big groups so they can create more content and attract more people and allow those groups to make money kind of like those YouTube channels that have their own community but in essence the real community are the groups like that's the community 
Look at what, and I mentioned this last time, the ginger marketer said, you know, I have grown my presence in TikTok, but I bring them into the group because that's what really, really allows for engagement and growth and community bonding. Yeah. So dude, we should be rewarded for growing groups and putting in content on a daily basis. That should be the new form of, of YouTubing, TikToking. That's massive right there. You want, you want Facebook to come back with a, with a massive vengeance? Then it's time to put groups on the map. Zuck, Mr. Zuckerberg, Mark, if you're listening, I'm telling you right now, and this is coming from two guys who love your platform, have done well off of your platform. Granted, we don't make money like Jason Schultz does, but we're telling you, we're pushing people, we're encouraging people, we're supporting people to do groups without you even paying us to do so. Imagine, imagine if you paid big groups to do so, how much more effort they might put into it. Have you ever heard of lab code agents, Mr. Zuckerberg? Just saying. That'd be amazing, dude. That'd be fun. That would be pretty cool. Anyway, but I don't think I don't think he's really listening, but it's fun to talk like he is. Hey, <laughs> let me text him. Uh, no, um, seriously, though, on on that note, they could turn things around because they've only they've only lost a million yeah, active yeah. daily users. And it's not that bad, man. Yeah. And then their the platform is not going away. They're too no. big to fail. They still have a niche. Uh they still have the wealthiest user, right? But but don't take that for granted because in 10 years, that may not be the case. Right now, you're fine. But if you don't make some drastic changes now, in 10 years, you might be irrelevant. That's very true, buddy. Very true. Which, let me segue to another topic, which was a headline that said, and, and I don't necessarily want to talk just about this headline, but it's interesting because it's a good topic. Should you accept all connection requests on LinkedIn? Which is a good question. LinkedIn is definitely not uh, our, our strong suit, but I also want to talk about the other platforms. But yep. first, since I mentioned it, let's talk about that. Should you accept all LinkedIn connection requests? What's your take? Yes. Why? Yeah, I think you definitely should. There, there's always an opportunity that that you not, don't even know may exist when it comes down to connecting. But you also have to be wary about those people that just want to connect with you just to automate spamming, which is, hey, Jeff, I see that we share mutual friends, except, hey, Jeff, I've got something to sell you, and I see that you're the perfect person to help me sell it. I'm like, dude, come on, stop yep. spamming, crap. Yep. But then you're right about having that mindset to shift it over to Instagram, to Facebook, to everywhere else to be able to say, well, maybe I should be looking at who's messaging me. You know, I've got a story for you after you give me your thought on that, but what do you sure. think? Well, first of all, LinkedIn's own advice is that you should only accept connection requests from people that you know personally and who you trust on a professional level. They said that in April of last year, a hacker group was found to be selling an archive of personal data scraped from 500 million LinkedIn users, which included all of the above. And there, there was a bunch of, you know, uh, phone number, contacts, connections, contact info, all that kind of stuff, personal history. Um, that's interesting that, that that's what LinkedIn says. And it's, it's even more interesting. This is my take on LinkedIn just in general is that the people that believe in LinkedIn, like really 
passionately believe in LinkedIn and they talk about the integrity of LinkedIn and, you know, don't let it go to TikTok and that sort of thing. But in the, at the grand scheme of things, when you really look at LinkedIn, that's a, you just described it to a T. If I go through my messages, nine out of 10 are spam. It's, it's automated BS trying to sell me something. That's why I don't spend time there because it's annoying. I don't get that on Facebook. I don't get that on Instagram. I don't get that on TikTok. And so it's interesting. Um, I do get a little bit of that on TikTok though. I mean, on uh, sorry, on Instagram, where it's just like, hey, you want yeah. a thousand followers, right? Yes, but at least Instagram, I will give them credit. They move those into my junk messages. That's true. They They're do. really good about that. And so I can just ignore that if I want. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't convolute. But what, what was your, what was your other thought? And then I wanted to take that mindset and ask about Facebook and friends on Facebook, but go to your thought first. All right. Here's my thought. I interviewed uh, Jarek Robbins, Tony Robbins' son last week. And he's, and he's, he's the new president of Success Magazine, right? So I had to interview him and he's a good guy. Who was, who was before? Um, I think it was either Don Hobbs or Ben Fair, Fairfield, right? One of the two. Is that and a product of, is that a product of who my dad is? Uh, pretty much. Right. So, um, he, he's, he ends up being a really smart guy, right? I'm, I'm, talking I'm sure. And I'm like, so how'd you get the, how'd you get the opportunity for this position? And he's like, well, it's funny because I got a DM and I didn't know the person, but it went to my junk and he's like, is this for real? Like the, the message was like, Hey, we're looking for a new president of success magazine. And we've con we're considering you as one of the the few that we would like to interview. He's like, this is stupid. It's a joke. So he responded, and it ended up being real. Huh. So I was I'm like, surprised. Dude, I'm surprised that he's even checking his junk messages, let alone responding to them. I mean, after that, I went through all my junk. Instagram. <laughs> I was like, it's oh, funny. But anyway, just wanted to share that with you. That was interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. So that brings me to the next question, which is a topic that I just heard this recently at, at a conference I was at, and we talk about it a lot, which is, you know, so do you accept all of your connections on LinkedIn? Do you accept or, or do you follow everybody that follows you on Instagram? Uh, if you're on Facebook, you should absolutely, and this is what one of the speakers said, you should have 5,000 friends. Like it's no question. Why don't you? That's 5,000 potential opportunities, which leads me down a different path of saying, but those 5,000 friends should be intentional. Like start by just filling the coffer, then spend time, you know, being intentional about it and making sure that they are followers or friends that can actually lead to potential business. They're in the same field as you, whatever, right? Community, whatever. Uh, what is your kind of thought on that as it relates to any of those other platforms? So I, I love that because Facebook recently changed something on there. They, they, they're still maxing you out at 5,000 friends, unless you're, um, I think Zuckerberg and Cheryl, Cheryl Sandberg. I think those are the only two that don't have it. That's, I think is Cheryl, that, is, that, is that discrimination in a way? I don't know. Um, maybe, but you know what? Zuckerberg will tell us he's listening. Right. So they, they changed something and allowed you to now showcase the followers that you have versus the friends that you have. And I shifted it about three months ago 
So when I had reached 5,000 friends, it kept on showcasing 5K friends at the top underneath the, the icon. Now what you can do is shift it so that it says 12K followers, almost like Instagram does it, right? And then how many you're following. And now people are more inclined because of that to click follow because they can't friend you. And so that's something you have to change on the profile. I changed mine, Jeff, to digital creator. And then I added a whole bunch of websites and I linked my TikTok, I linked my YouTube and I linked my Instagram page. And then uh, it's going pretty well. I just hit 12,000 followers. And ever since I changed it, it's, it's helping me increase my followers. We need to do a Facebook live into drunk on socials group. You do a screen share and show me what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> okay, be be because, because this is, this is a, a, it's a podcast and most are probably listening. So I don't want to, you know, freak them out and be like, Oh crap, I got to go watch this now. If you're watching on YouTube, I love you. Uh, but I need to, we need to talk about this because I think this is actually extremely important and yep. more people need to know this. Now, I'm going to shift away from that for a second because I think we should actually do that. So, and please mark that down. We're definitely need to do a live. It'll only take probably 10 or 15 minutes tops, maybe less. But uh, the other thing I was going to say is I don't think Tristan does this. I do. I intentionally keep my friends at about 49.50 ish. And this is probably more work than well, I shouldn't say this because Tristan puts a lot of effort into this as well. But as many days as possible, I take my the birthday list that I get in my notifications. I go through each person and I figure out if there's a connection to my industry or if there's a connection, personal connection. If there's not, I remove them as a friend because I want to keep my friend list open because when I go to conferences, when I go networking, when I speak, I want new people to be let in. So I only accept friend requests of people that I can clearly see there's a connection to the business, right? Uh, and, and you should all do the same, not the same as me, but you should make it very intentional because it, listen, if you're getting a friend request from somebody in, in India, that probably doesn't do you any good. So you're just adding a number and it doesn't mean anything. Uh, but so that's my point. And so for you, as if you're a real estate agent listening to this, I, I'd probably be very intentional about community, about geographic location. If you can see that, make sure you're choosing people based on that, because if they are in Timbuktu, they're probably not going to be able to help you. Uh, so, and, and honestly, having, I think other realtor friends is important because you could get referrals from out of state. So just all day long, man, all day long. Now, last question on that one real quick. I mentioned Instagram and I guess it applies to TikTok. Do you, and would you follow for follow every time you get a follow? Hmm. I don't see why not. If they're helping you, you're helping them. I don't, I don't see why not, man. I'm, and I'm being truthful at that point because we've done that in the past, right? I'll follow you. You follow me back. Yeah, I don't all the time, but it's, it's, it's harder. Sometimes on Instagram, I, I will follow for follow after I walk away from an event and I know they all came from that event and I'll follow all those people back. Yep. But a lot of times you just don't know. And it could be a spammer. And like, like TikTok, I just looked uh, earlier today and there was, there was a, a child, clearly a child who followed me, which is great. Thank you, child. But I'm not going to follow you back. Um, it's true. 
you know, and so that's, there's that, you know, or, or it's hard to tell. Maybe they look like teenagers to me, my daughters, you know, I have an 18 and 21 year old. So when their friends follow me, I almost feel like I'm crossing the line of creeper if I follow them back. And so I, a lot of times don't, you got to keep all those things in mind, but you know, it's, it's, I don't know if there's a right answer. I'm just curious what your, what your uh, take on that was. Usually follow for follow. And then I'll take, I'll take everything you said and apply it as well. I agree with you. Good stuff. Last topic I had, and then you had a a quote unquote surprise topic was uh, meta launches improved 3d avatars and expands that avatar over to Instagram. And you're probably starting to see this. You're starting to see more avatars, get used to it. It's coming fast and furious. Get on it, go get your avatar. I sadly don't have one. Well, I do have an avatar. Um, I guess not in the 3d world in the metaverse yet, but what is your take on this whole avatar thing? How should someone execute this? And, and I you think can do it. you can do it on the, on Instagram. That's probably the easiest. And well, are we ta- did- we're not talking about this, are we? So when you go to your, like, let's say iMessage and you can go to your gifts and then the next page is your bitmoji. That's kind of like an avatar, like these it guys is. down at the so bottom. That, that exactly there is what Instagram and Facebook just added meta, right? They added it for both of those platforms. So if you go to your settings and which uh, platform, let's just talk about Instagram right now, go to your settings on Instagram and then inside of your settings, you're going to go to, hold on, let's do this together. Okay. I'm doing it. All right. Inside of the settings account account and then avatars and inside account, you're going to see avatars and then you're going to be able to create one right there. Boom. I'm going to create one. I'm going to make a note of it now. I'm going to create once one. You, once you do that, if you have Facebook connected, it'll automatically create the ones on Facebook because they're connected. And then you're able to post those cool little avatar faces and, and backgrounds with the face on it on Facebook. You're going to be able to do that as well. Where so do those avatars show up? In typically, right before you post, it gives you like a color background. Well, that's where it shows. It'll show a picture of you with that background. And that's where you can post on Facebook on from your phone. Now, here's what they're thinking in the future. Because I, I was reading about this, about the whole idea behind it. You create an avatar so that in the future, wherever you bring your avatar to, let's just right now keep it between Instagram and Facebook. Wherever you bring your avatar to, that avatar brings in any NFTs that you bought. Like, let's say you have a wallet inside of that avatar. Well, that avatar now is carrying a few different NFTs. Maybe you're carrying um, your wardrobe. You're carrying a whole bunch of stuff. So that avatar, in essence, is like a luggage. When you bring it into a metaverse, you bring everything that's attached to that avatar. This way you can live as the same person across metaverses. But obviously that doesn't exist yet, but that's the idea of creating a full-on avatar first that's then encrypted and probably is connected to blockchain. But that's a whole different conversation. You just totally lost me. (laughs) It's okay. While I was giving myself dreadlocks, blonde dreadlocks. It's the best. It's the best. I gave myself a man bun. Yeah, you can get away with it. I can't even (laughs) fake hair. If any, if I give myself any hair, it'd be one of those hairs where it's just around the sides. (laughs) 
the old the old man hair, which is an option. They got a lot of good options here, but I'm going to have to just go with straight bald. I think I'm going to restrict bald. I love that. I'm going to have to redo my uh, redo my hair. Oh man, there's a lot of options for hair, man. Holy yeah. cow! And they give well, I guess it's because it doesn't know if I'm a man or woman. It goes all the way down and it's all women too. Wow, this is crazy. So not uh, not to I'm not going to create this now because I'll just. Well, this bore our audience, uh, but that's important to know. And as you can see what Tristan just said, when every time he loses me, I feel like there's, there was something really important in there. And so go back and listen to it because the point is, is I think these avatars are going to become a very important piece of our social media's future. And so start playing in that world. That's it, buddy. That's it. That's all, all I got, man. You got something else. Tell me what it is. Um, you know what I'm noticing? Oh God. I'm noticing that, and this is just, I don't even, I haven't even Googled this. So, and this is only for a few people, obviously not a lot, but if you've got a group that you're either a moderator in or you're an admin in, in Facebook, there's an opportunity here because Facebook has these Facebook reels, Right. And the Facebook reels on Facebook are 30 seconds or less. And they don't even function fully yet, which kind of sucks because you can't mix and play with the music. You can either play the music or not. But most groups that have 10,000 people or more in them, most of them, not all of them, are allowing now for reels inside of them. And what I'm noticing in for those groups that allow those reels, those videos are blowing up with inside of those groups. It Facebook is favoring those reels over posts. So do you remember, Jeff, when we first met at the beach holding hands? Sounds, sounds like that sounds like a song. Go on. Remember, <laughs> uh, when we first met, Facebook groups was was in the process of growing and they were favoring video a lot. So we could go live, we could do webinars within the Facebook Live, and they would have a lot of views. I mean, we'd get multiple hundreds of views at a time live, and then we'd get thousands of views on them. Well, that slowly declined. And so what I've noticed with Reels, specifically with Reels in groups, if I post my Reels in groups, most of the time I'm getting a minimum of a thousand views on them. And you're probably talking about lab code, correct? I'm talking about lab codes. The ones that I do on my personal page, they do okay. But the ones in lab code, like I can go through, I have one for 10,000, one for 7,000, one for 8,000. And are you just doing some repurpose of content that you're posting? It's the same stuff I'm posting on TikTok and the same stuff I'm posting on Instagram and YouTube shorts, but it has to be 30 seconds or less, unfortunately. So I have to pick those didn't they there. didn't they just change that to be a minute now? Let me try. I have not tried today. Hold on. I'll try with you, buddy. You know what I sucks? Actually, I just checked on Drunk on Social to see if um, Drunk on Social has reels, and it doesn't no, for me. Do I have it for still, you? It, it doesn't, it, and it is still thirty seconds. Yeah. So that seconds. the change hasn't happened yet. Oh no no no! There's a length button. What? No. Yes. Yes. What? Wait, what do you press? Tell me, show uh, me. So go, go into like, you're creating a reel so that you see yep. this page yep, and yep, then yep. over here in the top, right. 
go in like you're going to create a real in lab coats uh -huh. and then there's the audio length okay i don't see, see that because it it's really oh look at you you have an extra feature bro yeah okay so you've got you've got it on i love that so yes. check this out you want to blow up on uh Facebook more inside of lab coats, throw the reels in there, bro. I am going to act, make a note to post one of my reels tonight. Yeah, you definitely have more features on that one because I don't have that. That's so good. All right. You're going to have to tell me how, how the minute thing is. Do they have the balance of the music on or what? Because right now, the way I have it, I can only choose a song and then it overpowers anything I say. I can't balance it out to lower the volume. So what I'll probably do, shoot, I'm actually going to really test this and I'm going to probably post a TikTok. Ooh, yes. To a reel. <laughs> Dude, yes, do it, do it, do it. And let me know because all of mine are just, dude, I'm just surprised. This is, this is where the magic is right now. Like I told... So so you're just looking I, at the post itself within lab coats and seeing how many views you've got, basically. That's it, dude. I can tell you right now, I got every single one that goes to lab coats hits a thousand. I have the three days ago, one got 6,000. Five days ago, one had, and all of them have over a thousand. One had 9,400, 2,000, 5,000, 5,000. Dude, these are numbers we don't see anymore in a group, right? Yeah. Pretty nutty. Pretty nutty. And I love it. Well, it'll be a, it'll be a bigger testament because you get more engagement than I do. So I will, it'll be interesting to see because I'll probably be the second person to post a reel in lab code agents. You will be. Nobody's doing it. It'll just be both of us. Interesting. What, what a way to dominate, right? Anyway, that's my secret, man. I told that to Blair because he's the only one I know that has a big group yeah, of 10,000 yeah. plus. Yeah. He posted, he's been doing reels all over his Facebook group about real estate. In two weeks, he's locked in two clients, pre-approved them, and one of them is under contract. That's amazing. From, from reels, man. And I need you to email Mark Zuckerberg and tell him that we need to get that feature in our drunk on social group, please. Or, or actually, you know what? When he reaches out to us after watching this podcast, get him online too. get him on, on secret phone, Batman phone. Oh boy. I bet he doesn't even, I bet he doesn't even open Facebook. I think that's my favorite conversation. Get Zuckerberg on the line. <laughs> I was just going to say, we have a lot of good ones. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That, dude, that was it. That was my secret. I like it. That's good. I didn't know that. I was not even, I, I think I noticed it, but I didn't really think about it when I noticed it. So that's good to know. And that's, that's really important. I don't think there's a lot of people listening that have 10,000 plus in their group, but it's a good goal, depending on the type of group you have that you want to aspire for that. Uh, we just hit it in the last six months. So, you know, something we're proud of and we want to keep growing. So, well, I think, I think the thing is, be aware of it because as soon as it hits every group, only I'm assuming you're going to only be able to do it if you're a moderator or admin or you have permission. Yeah. So, dude, I'm excited about that one because that's our new thing. Love it. Love it. Well, my friend, with that, we will wrap up episode 47 of the symposium. And for those of you who listen to it this far, 
We're going to change the name eventually to Social Genius. So you're the first to hear that. I love that, dude. That hopefully just made your day. Like it that made my day. Good, good. I'll see you next time, buddy. See you next time, bro. Thanks for listening to Drunk on Social, the symposium. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated. 